Communities in America don't have to struggle with persistent intergenerational poverty. The policies and programs deployed in these communities can have a positive, lasting impact on their residents. We don't have to accept that this poverty is an inherent side effect of our country's economic and political systems. But what does that look like exactly? It's not easy to see if you're attacking at the root of poverty or not. It's not easy to quantify social capital, but it's there and you know it as soon as you walk out your door into the community. You know, it sounds nebulous or, or, or maybe kind of uh, obscure, but to me it was, it was just energy. So we walked into that neighborhood, and for better or for worse, when the projects were there, there was energy, right? There was life. Um, yeah, so things were happening. Um, not all of them good, but, but there was life there, there was energy. You know, when we first kind of like identified this parcel, you know, you would go there and you're in the middle of the city and it's quiet, you know, and you're standing in the middle of this like urban prairie. Um, and there's nothing, there's no energy, there's no vitality, there's no um, vibrancy, there's nothing. That's Othello Meadows. Othello Meadows, uh, President and CEO of 75 North. In the Highlander neighborhood, just north of downtown Omaha, Nebraska. I walk out of my door and I feel it. You know, I feel um, that energy, I feel that kind of buzz, right? And so we were trying to create that sort of feeling. And, you know, there's no data on that. I don't know how you measure energy. I don't know how you measure vibrancy or whatever. But, you know, it's like, you know, we know it when we see it. We know when we feel it. That's what the end goal is for this type of community revitalization. When you're not just tapping at the edges of the problem, you'll feel it. Welcome to This Is Community, a podcast series by Purpose Built Communities. In the last episode, we looked at how it takes a village, coordinating all of the partners together and connecting the silos in order to really make an impact on a persistent intergenerational poverty. In this episode, we'll see what it looks like and feels like to bring vibrancy back into a neighborhood. This is episode three. I walk out my door and I feel it. Othello felt that vibrancy when 75 North, the community quarterback in Omaha, had an event at the Highlander Accelerator, a new building and community space that's home to a number of community-focused organizations. Residents from across the city came to learn. Creighton University, the Metro Area Community College, and an aquaponics farming company called the Accelerator Home. And they also came to eat, the best way to build community. Two women-owned businesses, one a coffee and bake shop, the other comfort food, cooked up by Patricia, Big Mom, and Baron, were keeping busy. Othello watched as families and residents from the neighborhoods came and rubbed shoulders with each other in this new building that 75 North had helped to make a reality. And it hit him. He felt it. And I said to myself, like, this could be anything. Right? This could be a farmer's market. This could be a health fair. This could be uh, a craft show. This could be 700 different things. But they all bring that feeling of this is a community. This is uh, a positive place to be. This is enriching to my life. Um, so that, that was the first thought I had was when we came down the stairs and I see everybody talking and laughing and interacting. I said, this is what we want to create. The space is special to the community because it reflects its unique character. But the ingredients aren't any different from what any other community needs. The types of things that, you know, any neighborhood you or I would live in, like 
we'd be saying, man, I wish there was a coffee shop on our corner, you know, or I wish there was someplace I could go grab a, a, a sandwich real quick, you know? So the same things that you or I want or anybody else wants, you know, those are the sights, sounds, smells that we want to create in this neighborhood. Othello and 75 North's new challenge is pulling back the stereotypes about Highlander for the rest of the city. It's historically been an impoverished neighborhood, even though it was close to the growing midtown and downtown of Omaha. It was a community that you just didn't go to to meet a friend for coffee or to take your kids to the park. But the revitalization that they have achieved could help change that narrative. How do you demystify a community for other parts of the city that you live in, right? So, um, you know, if we have programming at the accelerator, uh, for example, a robotics competition or uh, a cooking class, um, that can draw people from anywhere in the city. Um, and that brings life, that brings energy, that brings investment to this neighborhood. So the ripple effect we hope to have is that, you know, part of our job in creating that is to help people understand that this is not just for people that live in the neighborhood. It's for everybody, um, but it's focused on the people who call this place home. Um, and we think that that kind of influx of people, you know, also brings something interesting and unique to the neighborhood. So the accelerator is designed to sort of be a little bit of a beacon to say, hey, come check it out. You know, come see what's going on here. Othello and 75 North aren't the only ones who understand that bringing life and energy back to a neighborhood is the key ingredient to getting community revitalization right. Eddie Moriton and Lyft Orlando have that as their end goal too, while staying true to the history and culture of the neighborhood. Ultimately, the idea is that it's not a neighborhood that forever is propped up by an outside charity. They're working towards building a proud neighborhood with great African-American heritage. The same way people may go to some of the more affluent neighborhoods in our city and enjoy a great meal and have coffee and walk around a park and want to linger with their families, one day you would do this here. People would support businesses and shops and restaurants and hang out at our park uh, because it's just beautiful and delightful and safe and the kind of place where you want to linger and know that it's a proud African-American community, but not the kind of place you need to drive around or through in a hurry, but the kind of place you want to stop and be proud and want to enjoy regardless of what your background is. And Lyft Orlando is going with a health and wellness center instead of an accelerator like Othello and 75 North did in Omaha but they ultimately serve the same purpose. That has led to the creation of this idea to build a health and wellness center that'll feel more like a community center, a space for people to gather and enjoy a meal, come to an event, sit for a class, but where we will have a, a full service family medical office with vision, dental, behavior health, uh, all kinds of primary care services, as well as specialists on site from OBGYN to endocrinologists, and provide the kind of uh, opportunities for folks to have access to medical care in the same place where they might come and take a yoga class or a spinning class and take care of their personal fitness and find healthy options to eat, or just you know sit down and have a cup of coffee and catch up with another senior citizen. And that, that idea of creating a, a hub for the neighborhood uh, where the the beating heart of a culture and history is kept alive while people are given opportunities to be healthier has been the spirit behind the vision for that. And Kia Baker and the Southeast Raleigh Promise understand that energy, vibrancy, social capital, whatever you want to call it, is at the heart of a thriving neighborhood. 
in addition to um, increasing density for housing so that we can preserve space uh, for our current residents as well as welcome new residents, we want to see all of the amenities that are needed to have a healthy life. So great sidewalks, um, excellent parks, using the wonderful greenway system that we use that unfortunately on our side of town um, isn't as well maintained as it is on other sides of town. Um, we want to see people having access to fresh food. Uh, my personal dream is you know that we'll be uh, opening a, a cooperative grocery store that's owned by the neighbors uh, of our community that we're building wealth um, that we are uh, hanging out together you know really really um, breaking up this thing that has happened in America where you know you go home and you close your door you don't really know your neighbor uh, we really want to open our doors up to each other and, and start to build community in a, in a new way um, and forget this notion that you know you can do it by yourself and you should do it by yourself we need each other and so that's what I'd like to see In the next episode of This Is Community, we'll look at education and how a charter school helped revitalize a neighborhood in Atlanta. I, I want every child in America to have access to a great school. And ideally, that school is in their neighborhood. This podcast is created in partnership with HL Strategy. Our executive producers are Aton Davidson, Howard Lawley, and Sherry Crawley. Our producer, director, and editor is Brady Hummel. Mixing and mastering is by Matt Honkinen, and our music is from Pitchwire. If you like this series, be sure to subscribe and share it. I'm Alexandra Wiggins for Purpose Built Communities, and this is Community. Community.